Hey, episode 63, the butcher coming, nigga. I do this for suffering children and checks from government buildings. Come on. A dope boy who made a check from other than dealing. Come on. What a good feeling when they know you one in a million. Hey. The feds bury half of my niggas under, under the, the building. building. Don't judge my life now, nigga, because I've been mad stressed. On, On tour, tour with, with the locks and had a project address. address. Nah, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Now we ready. This is the Struggle Play Podcast. I do this for suffering children and checks from government buildings. A dope boy who made a check from other than Dylan. What a good feeling when they know you one in a million. The feds bury half of my niggas under, under the, the building. building. Don't judge my life now, nigga, because I've been mad stressed. Yeah. On tour with the locks and had a project, project address. address. Before this rap shit on my direct Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Do you hear this man? Do you hear the hunger that he's giving us? This is how... I should always start off an episode. Come on, Benny. Let's go. Let's go. Asses came from high-risk hazards. You know, Pyrex glasses. A long way to the Prezi from the Timex Classic. I got lines from a year ago that y'all just catching. I thought smart, then I grew. Got to find out it was true. Money changed the people around quicker than it changed you. You know what yes. Big said? I'm good long as the kids fed. Yes. How niggas stole dirt on your name and then beg. No, we don't feel sorry for niggas. Get bread, because for them California kids. Hold on, man. I got to stop again. I got to stop again. Do you hear this, man? When I'm in my bag, I'm in my bag. All right. I've been studying. I've been hungry and I've been patiently waiting to drop this episode. And we are here on a fucking Monday. Let's go. It's a king to a god, nigga. I'm going to live forever. Feet on the ground, a hundred in the ceiling. I'm the last of this breed. You won't last in these streets long if you only hustle drug dealing. What's a king to a god, nigga? I'm going to live forever. Nigga, I'm gonna live forever. This for hoes and fucking rich niggas. You get it really too. Cause if I'm up, bitch, we Easy shot F together. Baby. I do this for my young. More precious than the moon is to the sun. I got more weapons than I'll ever need. I shoot you with each one. Talking cocaine. We gotta keep this thing going. We gotta keep the momentum rolling. Cause as always, when I'm in my bag, I'm in my bag. <laughs> Come on. Got me walk around like the world on my shoulders. Been too long, been ignoring the signs. Feels like I'm just going along for the ride. Can't pretend like something ain't wrong. Should be old enough, you should know. But I can't put up with no more. I'm losing focus. My friends are asking what's wrong Girl, we've been together so long Gotta get this under control You got me losing my focus Don't know what you do to me Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen I am your one only host, Doug This is episode 63 of the Struggle Play Podcast And of course We're here Feel that. Feel that. Feel that. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, look, 
I'm bad at guessing, but let me guess. You bad at texting, though. You have a right every night. I write a thousand letters that I never take to you. That's just the way I manifest the blessings and the energy I'm trying to bring to you. One day, I like to share a Sunday. And we can do a lot by doing absolutely nothing. I'm smiling too hard. Nah, you don't be trying too hard. Sometimes I look at the sky and think how far you are. Look, Mother Nature, God, who was wild, but come. Told them bitches take a hike. Now we taking nature walks. I ain't trying to make a wife. I ain't trying to make a force. I ain't trying to let my ego make you be my greatest loss. Uh, lavender in the blunt. Call me when you get out. You be raspy. I be in love. Happy these niggas tax and see half what you really are. I see you clear. So here we are before I officially start the episode. Remember, you can follow the Struggle Play podcast on all your social medias. That is Twitter, Struggle underscore Plate. Instagram at the Struggle Play Podcast. And of course, you can follow me, your one and only host, Doug, on Twitter and Instagram at NorthSideDoug. Now, we're going to go back to some bars, right? Last week, we were doing some Bryson Tiller. And I wanted to continue my Power Six series where I talk about the six rappers who are basically running the game right now. J. Cole, Wale, Big Crit, Big Sean, Drake, and Kendrick Lamar. But I want to hold off on that, and we'll get back to that eventually. Because something else is really weighing pretty heavy on my mind and on my heart. And I would definitely say that would be trust. Yeah. <laughs> trust. Um, Anxiety. Um, you know, I've realized, um, that I ran into those issues a lot, uh, this time last year. Uh, and that was just off of everything that was happening to me in life from watching more black people getting killed on camera, relationships, work shit, just real life shit. You know what I'm saying? And... Now I've been getting back into meditating. That's what I do. Whenever I feel like my emotions are about to get too out of control or whatnot, I just sit down and be still. Like, that's what a lot of people, that's what the pandemic is forcing us to do. And some people don't know how to be still when they just completely go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And really not following the guidelines and just say, I want to be free. I want to be free. Or some people will just hold up and isolate, but eventually that gets bored, boring and tiresome, right? And I know some people, and I'm learning more about coping mechanisms, about how some people avoid shit, you know, avoid the things that have been bothering them for not just months, but for years, and they don't know how to deal with that. Or if they don't know how to necessarily deal with the immediate trauma that instantly happens to them. Take this for example. Tory Lanez literally just got arrested last week. Okay? The police arrested his ass and they carried him to the car like he was a fucking Christmas gift and put him in the back seat. <laughs> you know, they carried him literally like he was a cabbage patch kid and threw him in the back of the seat. And I said it a few weeks ago, it sounds like that he really hasn't accepted what happened between him and Meg the Stallion. And you can easily say the same thing for Meg, because as much as 
we're done hearing from her addressing the situation on social media, she's not really addressing it through her music, right? And who knows? Maybe these songs that she's putting out is, you know, months before um, she got shot. But if you know Meg's story, she's been through so much shit, but she puts out this great music and it really doesn't hit or talks on that, right? Or addresses any of that trauma wholeheartedly, like a complete song. I haven't heard a complete song that really gives me the in-depths and the sights, you know, to who Meg the Stallion is as a person other than <laughs> the things that she can do. Now, I know what she's capable of. You know what I'm saying? Just off of a business standpoint and off of a music standpoint and off of just her hustle and her drive. That's evident within herself and that she really does have a pretty solid team behind her. And sometimes people can't avoid that. Right. And I love Meg. I really do. I think she's sexy. I think she's smart. I think she's super talented. That new song that she got with Young Thug. Amazing. Real hot girl shit. I, I, I got a stank ass walk and a reckless ass mouth. And my shit so tight. When we fuck my pussy talk, I don't even say what's up. I just tell them what I want. Now, is this song necessarily what I want to hear from Meg the Stallion? No, but maybe for other people. So why should I project my own thoughts and intuitions and feelings onto another? I'm just stating an opinion because I know so many other people who are dealing with their boss, you know, who won't keep it 100 with them or somebody that they're trying to get into a relationship with and they're not fully communicating or addressing what the main issue is. They're avoiding it, right? Because anybody can just say that Meg is avoiding what's really happening with her right now. Or some people could just say, hey, she's just getting back to the business. But as somebody who has literally gone back to the business, thrown himself into work after something traumatizing has happened to me, it really just blew up in my face. I've seen it before with myself and with other people, you know. So that's why the song that I wanted to break down, I really chose this song because it hits on a lot of how can I say this? Pent up anger, pent up frustration, uh, bitterness, you know, and a lot of times as black folks were told to hold on, be strong, suck it up. Don't let them see you. Don't let them see you cry. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them see you weak at all. And this song right here, it has so much pain in it. It has so much struggle like <laughs> I remember the first time I heard this song I said man this is the first time I've heard two of my favorite rappers really admit that the admit the struggles that they're having within themselves like they're they took us inside their mind and I'm going to show you a piece of what was inside their mind when they made this song so, without further ado, you see DJ Khaled on the cover, but you know DJ Khaled ain't a rapper. You know 
he doesn't give us bars. He did like a few bars on the All I Do Is Win remix. But come on, man. Khaled is known for putting together two multiple artists and creating a beautiful song. So we got DJ Khaled, Nas, Scarface, and DJ Premier with hip hop. This shit's special. This shit's special. DJ Khaled. And if I cried two tears for her, that would be the most that I would give to her. She left me stranded in my nightmares, taking pictures of my memories. She right there, twisting on the blade in my heart deep. Always on my mind, so I can't sleep. She used to tell me she was all mine. Now the only way I see the broad is online. I'm doing drugs trying to feel you. I'm killing me trying to kill you. I built my whole life around you. I thought I found it all when I found her. Shopping sprees on whatever coast. How'd you really feel? I may never know. And as I ride through these streets with my hand on my heat, eyes red from the sweets, I realize some things never change once in love and it's gone. You don't look at it the same, man. Fuck love, cause she don't live here. I mainly picked this song because <laughs> in so many ways, this song saved my life. Um, around the time that this song came out, I was literally out of school. Um, I was in the middle of college and I was out of school trying to figure out what the next move was. Cause you know, I sat out a semester and the minute I heard this song, it reignited a flame. It reignited a passion of mine because at the time when I was out of school, where I set out that entire semester, truth be told, and I already knew that I wasn't going to return to the fall semester, like literally in June of that year. And I heard this song and it reminded me what I love. And that's music, mainly hip hop. It literally got me off my ass to get back to school. And not only to get back to school, but to get into my career with music, pursue a career in music. Now, I could easily do that without a degree. That's without a shadow of a doubt. But I mainly wanted to get my degree for all of the people that I went to high school with who weren't able to get a degree, who could have gotten it, but something got in the way. Whether if they got killed, shot dead in the street, that's a fact, or whether if they got locked up and thrown into prison, which is another fact, or whether they just kept on having kids after kids after kids, or they just literally did not have the money or the means or the resources to get to where I was at. So I felt like it was my responsibility to not just do it for myself, but for everybody else around me. Because in high school, we literally started with 500 freshmen 
and it went down to 120 of us graduating from high school. And then about a good 30 of us going to college and half that number getting a degree or ended up getting some kind of certificate or whatnot. But I, I could be over-exaggerating, but you get the point of what I'm saying is, and when you're growing up in the inner city. And this song right here, when I felt like I was literally just about to follow that same path as the rest of them, it woke me up. When I heard Scarface's depression, his hunger, and his pain, I immediately said, this is what music is about. This is what hip hop gives us. The slow melodic songs, right? The sample. The sample is so fucking good. I love this shit so much. The sample comes from, let's see, let's see, let's see. Hold on, I'm gonna, break, I'm gonna pull it for you right now. So the sample comes from this old 1970s group called Mott the Hoppy. And the song is called, She Does It. That's the original sample. Now, the song was originally produced by, was, is originally produced by my favorite producer, producer group of all time, and that's the Justice League. I will, if you ask me Trackmasters versus Justice League, I'm saying Justice League. Justice League has literally given us all of Rick Ross's classic hits. Everything. Rick Ross, T.I., Chris Brown, DJ Khaled, Meek Mill, you name it, that's them. I love their style. I love how dark their music is and how it's all raw instrumentation in what they're doing. From the looks of it, all they did was use just a regular drum kit. And then they actually, the producers, they actually played the grand piano and the guitar and the trombone. Gotta get love for the tubas, dog. Even though like trombone's not a tuba, but you get what I'm saying. And I literally remember when I saw this video of them putting together this record, and it gave me goosebumps. These are the kind of songs that I love to break down. Because Scarface's verse, or really the entire song, is just literally, they're talking about hip hop. But Scarface and Nas refer to hip hop as a woman, right? So the song is really talking about how cruel and fickle hip hop is. The one woman that they've dedicated their entire lives to. Like, and everybody knows in hip hop how very fickle not only the fans are in general and yet alone the music executives, right? Because in hip hop, what, what was it? If you're 40, you're washed, you know, if you're old, you, you go to the new to the new young dudes and they'll just cast you to the side. You'll just, quote unquote, fall off. But like nobody really falls off in rock and roll, do they? And I love how 
Scarface and Nas talks about their relationship with hip hop. And it's kind of toxic because they kind of feel used and abused by the game. And Scarface gives us to gives it to us raw and uncut in his verse. I love that shit, man. And the way that Khaled, he's such a visionary with how he grabbed Premiere to like give it that nostalgic feeling by scratching in the beginning. And you get those that one iconic line that Scarface and Nas uses at the beginning of their song. And if I cry two tears for that would be the most that I would this give to special. Her. This shit special. And if I cried two tears for her, that would be the most that I would give to her. She left me stranded in my nightmares, taking pictures of my memories. She right there, twisting on the blade in my heart deep, always on my mind so I can't sleep. She used to tell me she was all mine. Now the only way I see the broad is online. I'm doing drugs trying to feel you. I'm killing me trying to kill you. I built my whole life around you. I thought I found it all when I found her. Shopping sprees on whatever coast. How'd you really feel? I may never know. And as I ride through these streets with my hand on my heat, eyes red from the sweets, I realize some things never change once in love and it's gone. You don't look at it the same, man. Fuck love, cause she don't live here. I'm soaking blood. This sounds like a man who is completely in a toxic ass relationship. And the person that he's in a relationship with is hip hop. The same person who gave him all this money, all this fame. And he's trying so many ways to like reignite this love that he has for her because now hip hop is all over social media. That's all people are doing is blogging about it, coming up with shit. And he's done. He's fed up. He's depressed. He's stressed. He's worn out. And Scarface is the king of emo depressed raps. Mind playing tricks on you is amazing. Amazing. But like, he says, fuck love. I don't live here. Excuse me. He said, fuck love because she don't live here. And the next line that he says, whew. God damn it, brother mob. What are you doing to me? I'm soaking blood, but I'm still here. Hip-hop, heartbreak, straight lace, deep bass, 808s plus the mixtapes. Got a nigga feeling like an open lecture. Get away, now you're all in the lectures. Being studied by the college's professors. Now I regret the day I met ya. I'll be the first one to say it. She ain't the one you want to play with. Hey, and if I cry two tears for that would be the most that I can give to her. I am Joseph, Daryl, Jason, Dr. Dre, O'Shea, the host of those who passed away today. I'm Drake, I'm way to change. You say you wanna rap to this bitch, you must commit. Then you're a slave to your grave. You won't get out, you cannot quit. She menstruates weekly. Her vibe covers keep you on, but the source to her heart is love. Word up, right on, you know how girls are. She loves when you licking on her world star, kissing on her belly. 
trick on her at Onyx. Confused fans think that she illuminates demonic, but she's an object of my affections. God's essence, God bless her. She brought me Bentley's brightness, made some friends resent me for writing about my life. They thought I should have stayed quiet. She took me to places I would have never saw without her, and she took me from my girl Powder. I doubt I'll ever be the same, uh, hollow be thy name, give me strength so I don't do this thing, Michael Rental James, uh, stop it, stop this shit, I can't keep going, I can't keep going, he don't wanna do the bitch like a Rental James, he don't wanna kill the bitch like OJ, come on man, come on man, and that beginning line, oh my god, literally, this is like the best verse that Nas had given us, in like the last, what, 10 to 15 years? God, what, oh my God. He said, and if I cry two tears for, that would be the most that I can give to her. I am Joseph, Daryl, Jason, Dr. Dre, O'Shea, and a host of those who passed away today. I'm Drake, I'm Wayne Two Chains. Come on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, I am Joseph, Daryl, Jason. Those are the first names of the members of Run DMC. Joseph, Rev Run, Daryl, DMC, Jason, Jam Master J. And he says, Dr. Dre O'Shea. You know who Dr. Dre is. You know who O'Shea Jackson is. You know who Ice Cube is and a host of those who passed away. Today, I'm Drake, I'm Wayne to Chains. Basically, he's saying he is so hip-hop that he is the past, present, and the future. Fuck, man, Nas is so good. I'm bringing this all the way back, dog, because he literally chronicles his relationship that he had with hip-hop. I'll be the first one to say it. She ain't the one you want to play with. I'll fuck hip-hop. And if, and, if, and if I cried two tears for her, that would be the most that I can give to her. I am Joseph, Daryl, Jason, Dr. Dre, O'Shea, and a host of those who passed away. Today, I'm Drake, I'm Wayne, 2 Chain. You say you want to rap to this bitch, you must commit. Then you're a slave to your grave. You won't get out, you cannot quit. She menstruates weekly. Her vibe covers keep you warm, but the source to her heart is love. Word up, right on, you know how girls are. She love when you licking on her world star, kissing on her belly. Trick on her at Onyx. Confused fans think that she illuminates demonic, but she's the object of my affections. God's essence, God bless her. She bought me Bentley's Brightlands, made some friends resent me for writing about my life. They thought I should have stayed quiet. She took me to places I would have never saw without her, and she took me from my girl Powder. I'll doubt I'll ever be the same, uh, hollow be thy name, give me strength so I don't do the stain, like Orenthal James, Brad Warmy, while driving this all-born Ferrari, never following her games, I fuck around and I'll be sorry, but I try to use the rider, for dollars not the fame, she slowed me down and had me guzzling on cups of lean, she's a middle-aged cougar, showing youngers the dream, noticed she wasn't breathing for a second, then I screamed, she's dead, and everybody took it out on nasty. I was just looking out for my music family. Wasn't trying to claim her to myself. She's yours. You can have her. She's a motherfucking whore. I fuck hip This is the level of honesty that I want to hear Meg Thee Stallion bring. But who am I to tell her how to heal, how to express herself? I'm just saying, at some point, all those, you know, songs about sex, 
it just ends up becoming more glitter than gold. You know, I know she has that in her. I know she does. With that amount of skill and rhyming ability, she has that. She, I believe that the great artists who truly go through something know how to put it through their music and it becomes more of a healthy coping mechanism than an unhealthy one. Because you just heard Nas literally chronicled his entire career in that one verse. Because there are only two verses in this song. Scarface and Nas. Really no hook. Really. And they started and ended the song the same way. And if I cry two tears for her, that would be the most that I can give to her. So they're basically saying they're so fed up with this bitch named Hip Hop. They're so bitter that I'm only going to give her two tears just because of hip and hop. That's it. Just for those two reasons. And then at the end, they say, I fucked hip hop. I fuck hip hop. Like I had we had a great relationship. You know how dudes are. It's like, yeah, I fucked it. That's literally how they ended off their songs by talking about every single thing that they have went through in their careers and they were bitter and they tried to cope with it in the most unhealthiest ways. You heard, you heard Scarface. I'm killing me trying to feel you. Like, come on, man. Come on. And Nas, literally, she took me from my girl powder. She took me to places I never would have saw without her. Like, because of music and hip-hop, it literally took Nas off the streets to become not only one of the greatest rappers of all time, but he definitely gave us one of the greatest albums of all time. Not the greatest hip-hop albums of all time, one of the greatest albums of all time. And DJ Khaled, like the visionary he is, he gets DJ Premier to mix Nas's and Scarface vocals for the outro and throws in his scratches like a true DJ. breaking up and then guru dying he has went through so much struggle but he's still able to hang on to the essence to the core to the one thing that he loves and that's hip-hop you have to literally think about the amount of struggle and pain that these dudes have went through just to get to where they're at now to be highly regarded and respected i saw scarface perform in uh, Dallas. 
and he wasn't even the headliner. And he's and to me, he had the best performance outside of Bone Thugs because that was a stacked show. It was like Be Real, Scarface, Slim Thug, and Bone Thugs in Harmony. And Scarface wasn't even second to last. And he fucking killed that shit, man. Like, but you could tell that they were hurting and that they were struggling. And for these men at that age to display that much hunger, passion, and pain on a track is so amazing. And what I'm talking about hunger is, is that they were able to talk about their depression, their remorse, their regret, their bitterness. And they talked about life. Without this song, 444 probably wouldn't have even happened if we're being real. That's just my honest opinion. It's so amazing how we can all cope with these things. And when I heard this song, everything changed for me. Literally everything changed for me. That This song right here is when I literally started becoming the true music slash hip hop nerd. All right. I set that semester out and I didn't think I was going to make it back to school. I ended up going back and in my dorm, there was literally pages taped to my wall of lyrics and rhymes from Nas, Rakim, Kanye, Jay-Z, literally all of my favorite songs that I memorized. And y'all and y'all saw me. How I was flowing with Nas. I was going. I could have. I could have kept going. I could have kept going. But you know, I like the ref. The references. The metaphors was so sick. Like literally, when this man Nas said she menstruates weekly, her vibe covers keep you warm. But the source to her heart is love. Word up, right on. He's literally naming all of the hip hop magazines. Come on, dog. The source. Vibe. Oh. <laughs> Word up. Right on. Like, yo, come on, man. Oh. And how he and how Nas says confused fans think that she illuminates demonic, but she's the object of my affections. God's essence. God bless her. What more can I say, man? You, we have to learn how to really, really, really cope and process our emotions instead of just lashing out. Because people have been wanting me to lash out, you know, on this podcast forever. Like I'm a 22-year-old rapper or some shit. I'm 29, man. I ain't got time for that. The last time I lashed out, I immediately regret it. Then I didn't regret it. And now I'm just trying to make sure nobody ever hears it again. You feel what I'm saying? And that wasn't even on this podcast. <laughs> you know, I, I go on and on and on and on. But just know, man, I will I will pop my shit every now and then. I will talk my shit. Let's not get it twisted. While some of you people who try to tell me what to do and how to run my show and my podcast. They're the same ones who are busy reading Instagram posts while I'm over here reading on how Malcolm X constantly grew and evolved 
and how Michael became Martin Luther King Jr. You see what I'm saying? You see the difference? But that's that's literally the most shit talking you'll get out of me. You know, whenever I'm feeling doubted. But at the end of the day, I love y'all. I really do. You know, I will be that type of person who will be. I want to thank my haters when it's all said and done. You know, <laughs> but even then, that's a little passive aggressive, right? So we all are learning along the way. But this song right here gave me hope. And. Hope is what we need during this time. We're going through so much shit as a country. So much. But we can choose how to respond to it, how we can react to it. That's one thing that we can change is our reactions and our response. And if you don't know that, don't worry, man. Life is a journey and it will constantly humble you. And that's the end of the breakdown. So let's get into the rotation, huh? Three songs that have been in constant rotation for me um, throughout this past week. And... Yeah, I've been back on my hip-hop bag. You know, for a while I was listening to nothing but jazz. But now I'm back on my hip-hop bag. So song number one. Hmm. Oh. 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 You'll love this. Song number one comes from. Let's see. Yeah. De La Soul. Featuring MF Doom with Rock Cocaine Flow. Rock cocaine flow, baby. Hey, let's get it. Song number one. Up in the five-star telly, saying two mic rhymes. Speed up average MCs of the times. Unlike them, we crap gems. So systematically inclined, the pen lines without saying the producer's name. I'm over the track. Yeah, I said it. What you need to do is get back to reading credits. Read the medics alphabetically stuck on that English shit. From the top of the key for three villain Been on in the game as long as he can really swim Turn the corner spinning, bust that ass and get up Dust off the mask, rub a laugh, give him a head up He got jumped, it pumped his adrenaline He said it made him tougher than a bump of raw medicine To write all night long, the hourglass is still slow Flow from hellborn to free power like Lil Cole And still owe bills, pay dues forever Slave use when it comes to who's more cleverer Used to wore leather goose feet with the fur collar and charge the fee for loose leaf Words per dollar, you heard holla Broad or dude, we need food Eat your team for sure, the streets or seem rude For fam like the partridges Pardon him for the mix-up Battle for your Tory cartridges Or put your kicks up, it's a stick up Put your blicks up He's ready for cuts, it's full like penile flicks Give him 20 The danger in his eyes, I'll let you know he's a brawler Bring your tallest champs like that much taller Tall, 10 pounds heavier one step ahead of it. Vocab, stamina, styles, all irrelevant. Camps and clicks, units. Song number two comes from Stolly with Tell Montez I Love Her. My mama called, tell me they didn't turn the gas off. And I just spent 500 in a shopping mall. 
so I can look good for y'all. Guess I gotta take this mask off, cause everything ain't picture perfect. She's 60 now and she's still working. He's still jerking and it's painful, I can't help. I feel stingy every time I treat myself, so at times this fun rap is really work for me. And at times it's got me thinking what it's really worth to me. The school route seemed easier, that probably would've end up pleasing her. Cause these words ain't reaching her And they damn sure not feeding her She happy that I'm happy That's what a mother's supposed to say right well Actually, that be the pride telling her Son do no wrong If music is his passion then she gon' rep for him Proud mother she is Show me off to her friends While I'm trying to show off the mind In the new bins So who am I really trying to impress lately This persona I walk with got me looking all crazy so song number three is dedicated to Scarface. Another reason why I chose to break down hip hop um, with Scarface and Nas is because Scarface has kidney failure. Um, if you don't know, back when the pandemic first hit the country, Scarface caught it. And he has so many health complications and it took him out for like a good month, you know, and Luckily, he's COVID free, but because of that, he's he's dealing with kidney failure. And so now he needs a kidney transplant. So it really made me, you know, think about everything that that man has went through from growing up in Houston in the slums, you know. And then, of course, I broke down this song thinking about Nas and how he came up from the corners as well. But mainly Scarface is the reason why I decided to break down that song. Because right now, he needs a new kidney. <laughs> it's crazy, actually. So here's Scarface with an instant classic. The song that made Scarface the man who he is today. And that's mind playing tricks on you. In the meantime, in between time, my name is Doug. Oh, excuse me. Peace and love. My name is Doug. I'm out. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Are we on the radio, dudes? <laughs> uh, give it to me. Can't sleep, I'm tossing and turning. I still got the candlesticks burning. It ain't changed, but it's a different time. And I'm still playing tricks with my mind. My mother's always stressing that I'm living wrong. But I got my Smith and Wesson cause I'm getting grown. And they're looking at your little boy's success. And I've been thinking, I'm dealing with too much stress. So I stay up on my P's and Q's. And watch out for the G's and food. Cause the homies that I thought I had See me stacking up a grip And they just started talking back So I stay away from outsiders And when I wrote through It makes them open they mouth wider I used to think that you was my one and only homie My mind was playing tricks on me uh. My mind was playing tricks on me